G'day guys, welcome to another episode of Talk Foul to Me. You're here joined with Mick and I'm also joined by... How's it going? Tavis Hartwig here. Legend. Ladies and gentlemen, thanks again for tuning back in. We are trying to make our comeback after COVID. We've released a little episode before to now and we are back into it once more. Now in our last episode, Tav, we spoke about some of the success we've had this year, some of the challenges because COVID hasn't been the only challenge that people are facing in the uh, poultry world at the moment. There are certainly a lot more out there. But before we get into those challenges, let's talk about what has happened so far for us this year. Um, obviously, on, obviously, <laughs> obviously we, um, we had a decent breeding season and yep. we've um, been to, I think it's three shows now. We heard about Toowoomba last episode um, and we went to Chinchilla the week before that um, and bigger than the week before that. So we were um, asked by Helen and Errol Leatherington to go up and show, under, uh, show up at their show to help them out and get some numbers um, that they hadn't had too many in the last few years so that was a good turnout of probably uh, about 200 so yeah good numbers good numbers um that was won by malcolm and calvin clifford now i'll tell you what they are a couple of people i'd love to get on the show at some point because their old english game and specifically their wheatons have been one of the birds that set the standard i think like if, if you know if the cliffords are there they're one of the birds you've got to beat right yeah that's right yeah no cliffords have always been at the top end of the uh, the awards normally, so absolutely, absolutely. Um, and then we went to Chilla, and we um, always go out there. My grandma's out there, so um, we sort of go over there to see family and stuff. Anyway, so it's sort of a cool two day show that we go to out there. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, no, we did pretty well. We um, picked up Murder Show over there with a uh, Silver Creel OEG. So I'm sorry, Tavis. Can you just repeat that color once more? Uh, silver Creel. In that's mixed right. favour. But... <laughs> that's right, ladies and gentlemen. We know that I love the Creels, and, and look, Tavis would love any old English game that's bred to standard, but they are my bread and butter. I love them. So to have a win with a Silver Creel, I'm just going to continue to highlight that for Tavis. Our first win of the year, Silver Creel. <laughs> I will say it was from Bread by Duckling, so... I'm still clean. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, that was a pretty cool show. Um helped out the stewards over there with Bobby Walsh um, doing most of it over there but it's a good little show it's probably 300 probably entered over there so yeah okay so another good little now look Chinny is actually quite a cracker of a little show because yeah. if you take the poultry aside and you and you actually take the time to walk around there's quite a fair bit happening for that little place there is actually it's a um, one of the best or one of the better ag shows that we've been to recently um, for yeah like all their side show alleys and mm-hmm. um, like they've got a heap of machinery and heap of Coffee stalls, if you're into that in the morning, especially with getting up for the chooks. Oh, so, mate, always love myself a good coffee, don't you worry. <laughs> um, but they normally have lots to do. They have good entertainment during the, on the Friday night, mm-hmm. um, being the Friday Saturday show. So, yeah, yep. yeah, absolutely. But no, so it's good. So excellent. Now look, and then we got our asses handed to us. Um, <laughs> yeah. All of us, eh? yeah, as, as per our last episode, <laughs> uh, we got beat bad. <laughs> it's um, and look, it happens. You know, it, it really does. When you've got a set of standards, it, we breed to our interpretation of the standards and sometimes it goes well and sometimes it doesn't, you know, and, and that's just part of the hobby. You know, you're going to have good days and you're going to have bad days. But for those listening at home, we did win champion turkey. Yes, and, and goose. Yeah. <laughs> we did win champion goose. Now, uh, the reason why we won champion turkey was because it was the only turkey in the shed. 
<laughs> now Tev, um, I think that went same for the goose, didn't it too? No, we're not going to claim my goose. How much effort did you put into cleaning that turkey for the show? Not at all. None. He just grabbed it out, chucked it in, champion turkey, away you go. Thank you, come again. That's exactly right. I think we got a bucket of shell grit for it, so that was about... Excellent. It was, it was worth the effort. Now, for my silly bloody goose, I spent hours and hours. I caught the mongrel, I cleaned it. It It's probably, I think, actually 50% bred down from a Rottweiler or a Doberman. Uh, definitely had some form of attack dog into it. Uh, I, I had a brand new jacket that was uh, basically a garbage bag. By the time I finished sitting in the pen, it was it did a good job tearing it to shreds. And I remember walking in, and Adam Janish, um, if you're listening, mate, like um, you are the bloke that inspired me to get into the geese. You said to me, "How much effort did I put in?" I said, "Look, I spent hours." And you're like, "Oh, you bloody ruined it <laughs> because I'd psyched the damn thing up rather than letting it settle." But I remember standing by and I thought, by the end of the day, I didn't see any numbers on it. And I thought, oh, the judges just had a look at it and gone, oh, it's not worth even giving it a number. But it, it's a cracker of a gander. And um, then I saw the young judge come out. Now, I think it was one of the Pollich boys, if I remember correctly. Karen Pollich, Karen, I think. Yeah, yep. Now, if you're listening, Karen Pollich at home, I'm so sorry about that bloody goose because I remember you getting it out. I watched it come out. And I thought, holy crap, this goose is actually not being too bad. It's not attacking and then boom, just out of the blue, straight for the crutch. They tried to go full lock on him. I was worried I was going to grab and twist. This man must have steel built in him because he didn't even flinch. He just sort of grabbed it back off, chucked it back in the pan. Now that that's talent, right? Yeah, no, you wouldn't get me near a goose, so. <laughs> no, and look, I, I brought the bugger home and Tav said to me, oh, where are we going to put it? For, ready for the next show? I said, no, I'll put it back in the paddock. <laughs> no, I don't think I'm that keen to go through that again in a while. Absolutely not. But look... It is a bit exciting trying something different because like I said at the beginning of this episode and in the previous one, we have had more challenges in the poultry world than just COVID and getting out. One of the biggest challenges, and for those still going through it, and look, we're still being impacted at the moment, is is the invasion that we've had on um, mice at the moment, correct? Yeah, that is correct, Mick. Um, We um, have lost a lot of feathers, I suppose, eaten, um, broken, Grain, obviously, has been a challenge keeping it away from them as well, I suppose. Um, hay, you know, all those challenges of keeping poultry um, and mice, obviously, invading our our spaces um, with them as well. Absolutely. Now, look, I, I, for one, because I was a bit slack after COVID, I've come back in. I'm trying to get birds prepared. I'm trying to uh, make sure feathers are ready, especially for the Old English Game Show coming up in Gunnedah in July. You start looking through feathers and they're not the normal uh, broken feather from a bird flapping around. You're noticing like the tips of feathers bitten off, half a wing feather chewed away. But when we were chatting only recently, you've actually gone through and you've found birds that have had mice that have chewed all the way through the back of the flight feather, almost up to the actual uh, like follicle itself, like in the wing, correct? Yeah, so we've had them start from the finger of the wing and start chewing through and um, chewing, I'm assuming, like chewing the flesh away down towards the bottom of the wing. Like, yeah. Bloody hell. Now, when it gets to that point, the, like if, it, if it's scar tissue comes over, and, and for Kevin Smith, if you're listening at home, you are the, the man behind the science. But in other animals that I've bred, what I've noticed is that when there is scar tissue, the follicle or the hair that normally would grow, in, the, in this case, the feather, will actually stop forming again. So the chances of that, that fowl, and unfortunately, it was a creel, my favourite colour, <laughs> the chances of that happening are that the feather might not grow back, yeah? Yeah, no, I'd say the feathers are gone now. Um, you yeah. probably won't, probably won't grow those feathers back on that wing. Yeah. Um, 
it'll just be a breeder bird or a stock bird, as it's called. <laughs> That's it. And look, you see it all over social media at the moment. People are putting posts up about their birds having all their tail feathers pulled, um, chewed. They'll have a, an amazing bird the next day go down and mice have got into show pens, training pens. It doesn't seem to matter where they are. They're smashing them. Yeah, it's it's um very well um, Australia-wide, at least anyway, isn't it? So, oh, um, absolutely. It's been perfect breeding season for them, isn't it? Um, no, no floods or anything to... to kill their holes and that's it it's almost been prime breeding to be honest because the food's been there the grain's finally back on the ground after good crops and so it's a bumper season for them their little buggers are getting in the house they're having their wicked way and away they go and they're taking through walls or anything (laughs) and look we'd love to hear from you guys at home what are the challenges being for you with uh with the mice and and if you want to give us feedback jump over to our facebook page it is sanford and hartwick fowls you can find us on facebook um, because we do want to make this as interactive as possible now like i said in our last episode we are looking to head down to the old english game show uh whereabouts is that located Tat? so they move it around every year um but this year it will be in gunnandar um for 2021 Mm -hmm. um so we'll head down there june uh, july 16th is friday that we'll start heading down from here mm-hmm. um and show 17th and 18th so brilliant now this is this is a pinnacle of what we aim for isn't it like as old english game breeders ourselves, there are some incredible fanciers some incredible breeders that do head to this event what are you looking forward to about this one um just the same as every other show just catching up with blokes you've haven't seen for well mm. it probably in this these normally these cases would be a year but um obviously it's been two basically since they were up here in rosewood so absolutely and i think it's a really good opportunity to reflect and view where our fowls are currently at because you can compare and look at other people where they're heading the directions they're taking and it's a good opportunity just to have that comparison what do you think that's exactly right well they'll be i would assume there will be nine or so hundred probably old English at the show, so um, yeah, okay. So it's a good, good spread of the one breed, and that's Absolutely. what you want to see. So, yep. Any inside tips? If I was a betting man, what, what are we looking at? What do you reckon? Color, um, size? What no, do you, I'm, not, <laughs> I'm not getting into betting there. <laughs> For those at home, I'm betting on a creel. <laughs> no, look, I don't think my poor creel's ever going to get up, but I'd love to see a creel get up that way. For sure, it would be absolutely incredible. But look, you're right. Um, We've faced some challenges as uh, hobbyists over the past couple of years. We've had COVID, we've had the grain shortage, we've had hay shortages, we've had bloody mice coming through. We're all starting to come back out of our shells. We're not living the hermit life anymore. We're getting the birds out. And look, I commend the people that are doing that because there are some great birds getting out. We're seeing them outside and in all breeds across waterfowl. there are just some really good quality birds considering the circumstances hey that's exactly right and we obviously feel for victoria which had a lockdown or may still be in it um yeah correct that, like that's exactly this, right this gets aired so yeah, yeah um, that's by right by the time the pit producers pick it up so um <laughs> but yeah so we feel for victoria too obviously not being able to show at the moment so. absolutely and look our, our advice for those that are out there if you've got friends in victoria and they're in the hobbyist give them a call touch base we know firsthand what it was like when we couldn't get out, couldn't show, couldn't do what we love. So let's try to band together and make sure we keep each other's spirits high so that this hobby can keep moving forward in the way that it should. Tav, look, I think that nearly brings us to the end of another episode. Have you got anything to say before we wind it up? No, I reckon we just keep talking fair, mate. Legends. All right, guys, like we've said previously, if you want to come on the show and you want to talk fair with us, reach out through our Facebook page as much as you want. If you want to hear us from the um, Old English Game Show, if there's someone you want to hear from specifically, let us know. We'll make sure we call to them. Again, guys, thank you for talking fair with us. See you, Tav. See you, mate, okay?